You're listening to Guinea Pig and Green. I'm Laura. And I'm Stephanie, and we like talking about health, wellness, and eco-friendliness in a fun and approachable way. In today's episode, we are talking about our own experiences with Inbox Zero, aka Inbox Zen. Let's get to it. Welcome back to Guinea Pig and Green. Steph, hi. Hi, Laura. Wait, we have huge news. We do. I'm going to Ecuador <laughs> um, for a couple of months to yeah. see that boy that I talked about in the yoga teacher training in India episode. Not just to see, to live with. Yep, I'm going to go stay with him um, for a couple of months and then come back at the holidays. So that's pretty exciting. I leave on Tuesday. Actually, by the time this episode goes live, I will have been there already for several weeks. So wish me luck that's so in the past. <laughs> um yeah, so that's my big news. It's pretty cool. And this is the last... Well, I mean, we're together recording this episode, and yeah. for the next few months, this is going to be the last episode that we will have recorded in the same room together. Yeah, which is always... I think it's so fun to record, like, sitting at the kitchen table the way we recorded the very first episode in my apartment about peanut butter and running and all of those crazy things that we love. That was so much fun. So that was where it started, so mm-hmm. to get to do that is always... Yeah. The best. It's the best. I think it's just reinvigorated my enjoyment of recording the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And we feel like I just, I was always worried, you know, oh, we're going to run out of things to, to record about. And the contrary, on the contrary, we have so many things we want to share and try and so many cool episodes coming up for you guys. So yeah, Mm -hmm. we just love doing this and thank you so much always for tuning in because we really appreciate it i got my iud this week (laughs) so stay tuned for an episode about that yeah there's so many cool things to try um yeah but today we're talking about inbox zero or inbox zen as uh zen habits leo from zen habits puts it um this was something that i did kind of on a whim and then I encouraged Laura to do it so that we could try to sort of talk about our experiences. But um, I never, I didn't try it because I was like, this is going to change my life. This mm-hmm. is going to make me so much more calm. And I didn't see it as this huge revolutionary type of activity. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we wanted to talk about why someone would do Inbox Zero. That was like part of the, the episode that we want to address. And I think... Yeah, it's not really, like, life-changing, but then at the same time, it does bring a sense of contentment. I find it life-changing in the same way that decluttering your living space is life-changing. Right. Um, Whereas it's not (laughs) life-altering, it's not going to change the course of your life, Right. but it changes your mental state on any given day, where you feel a lot less cluttered, a lot less, um, like, the way... I think lately leading up to Inbox Zero, the way I'd been feeling about my email is that I had a bunch of stuff in the back of my mind that wasn't yeah. allowing me to be like totally present from where I was. Right. So I think it was something that I really did need to go through. Um, and now that I've done it, I would totally encourage other people to just find, set aside a couple of hours one day, do it, and then I, like I have no intention of letting my emails pile up again. Right. I think it's something that it's pretty straightforward and easy to do Mm -hmm. and it doesn't make a huge difference, but it makes enough of a difference for it to be worthwhile. You know, there's no negatives of doing it 
and it gives you a few positives that you make you make you feel more calm like I don't think I was carrying around all this email baggage into my like everyday conversations where I was like sitting there being like oh gosh my email inbox is so stressful but on the other hand sometimes I would think about my email and I would get stressed about it yeah you know now that I think about it I would feel a little bit like, oh, like there's so much there and I'm using up all my Google Drive space and I'm running out of like gigabytes eventually. And it just felt like a mess because I'm sure like you and like most people listening, I would click open a newsletter and then do nothing with it. Yeah. And it would just sit there or I would not open certain things and they would just eventually with the the time go back in pages so I wouldn't have to see them yeah so there's just like a lot of mess going on there a lot of like unfinished business in a way or things that just didn't need to be sticking around yeah so I think the feeling that I have now is just more control over it and it doesn't stress me out as much it's just one more area of my life that I feel like has been cleaned up yeah And, and so I don't have to think about it yeah and I know where everything is. It gives you a sense of satisfaction, too, to get to zero. Yeah. Maybe we should talk about what Inbox Zero actually is. Okay. So Inbox Zero is the idea that you want no emails in your inbox. That and doesn't mean you have to delete all of them. Although I did delete a lot while I was Me going too. through. Yeah. Um, what most Inbox Zero site, like, advice yeah. things recommend <laughs> is that you archive everything. Um, well, and I had or, selectively or, archive, yeah, selectively archive. Yeah, um, and I also created a few extra folders that I right. saw recommended. So if there's something that you need to reference again for mm-hmm. later, um, having like folders for those things, like ongoing projects, or um, for me, like I just bought like a Via Rail ticket, so I want it somewhere really easy to find, not just yeah. like with everything else that I've archived. Um, so yeah, it's when you receive an email, doing something with it right away. So if you can't read it right away, put it in a folder that's to read. If you can't respond immediately to it, or if there is no action, you can archive You can archive right. it. And the idea is that everything's been looked at and sorted accordingly. Yeah, exactly. And then it's just there, usually in your archive, so that you can easily search for it. I mean, on most of the email programs these days, it's incredibly easy to archive like mm-hmm. I use Gmail and they make it so easy to archive. You can archive from your phone. You can yeah. archive ar- archive from anywhere and then you can search for it also really easily and it'll come up pretty easily. They're good at the search function, which I think is an important thing if you didn't put it in a folder. Um, I actually don't operate on inbox zero. I must confess, I operate on inbox like four to five, <laughs> <laughs> depending on a number of things. So you mentioned your via rail ticket. One thing that I've always found really stressful was if you're at the check-in counter at an airport, I've been flying a lot in the last few years and they want to see your ticket to leave the country you're going into. Often countries need to make sure you're leaving. So even when you check in, they're like, you know, can we see your ticket that you're leaving? And I'd be like, oh gosh, I don't have internet here. How can I find this email? Blah, blah, blah. Or even just to know what time you're leaving or all that kind of thing. So I, if I'm going on an upcoming trip, so when I went to New York recently, I just kept that email in my inbox. And one of the most amazing things for me on, for Inbox Zero is that on your, all your devices, you also only have those four emails. So everything else is stored in, I guess, the cloud. 
So it's not cluttering up your phone. Yeah. My phone's really slow. So it's like great that I don't have all of these emails weighing down my phone and making it slower. I have four emails and they're all loaded. So if I need to find my flight information, it takes me literally two seconds. Yeah. I don't have to search for it. And then as soon as I take my flight, I just delete the email. Usually I don't need it anymore. Just as an aside, usually what I do is I just take a screenshot of yeah, the and information. I would do that, so but I can access it, with it wouldn't internet. always like yeah. occur to me or whatever. Like that's totally a good idea. But um, having having it there without needing the internet is great, or even just having it handy. So I keep emails. I keep things that I need to respond to but haven't responded to yet. Mm -hmm. So I try not to let those build up. But like if there's something that I just have to sit down and write a response. I'll just leave it there, and then as soon as I respond to it, I'll archive it. Um, so yeah. I find that those functions are really helpful. To just have three emails on your phone is so great, and then it you feels don't feel so good. Yeah, and you don't forget to respond to anyone either. Yeah. Because if you have this email that's sitting there, and you're like, I have to do something with that, you're motivated to either respond to it or yeah. you know archive it and forget about it. So it's also kind of like a a way to make yourself almost like a to do list yeah. without having to do anything extra. You're just like, these things need to be addressed. And then once they're addressed, they are gone. Yeah. And it also makes you think critically about, like, do I really need this? I've been deleting a yeah. lot more than, like, just opening it. Like you said about newsletters, right? Like, yeah. Like, open a newsletter, close it, and then it's, like, still there, like, clogging up your inbox. No way. I've been like, oh, I actually don't need this. And right. so I've either unsubscribed from a lot of things or will just delete it immediately because I know I'm not going to reference it again. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have two email addresses that I use, not including my work email, which right. I have not done work e inbox zero for my work email. Right. Um, but for my other two, I've done inbox zero. One of them took five minutes because I have never really opened anything in my Gmail. I use it kind of like, like it emails me reminders of things that are in my calendar yeah. and stuff. So I actually just deleted everything because mm -hmm. I've never had to reference anything in there. Um, the other email that I have is powered by Outlook and mm -hmm. it's actually the email that we got when we went to university. Oh, yeah. Um, so I still use that one, and that's where everything important comes. And so that one took actually a few hours for me. And uh, so that was, <laughs> that was like, a bit more of a time investment. Yeah. Um, but I found it really useful to go through it. And yeah. one of the things that um, one of the tools I used to get really quickly through everything that I had in that university email was... I thought about, like, okay, what are the things I definitely want to archive and not accidentally delete? So I would search things, like, in, in the search box, I would search for family member names and stuff. So, like, I'd type in my mom's name, and then everything from my mom would come up, and I would just select all of it, drag it into my archive, like, mm -hmm. before I could accidentally delete it. And so I would go through things like that, or anything from my boss, anything from the yoga studios that I work at, mm. I could ju I would just drag those right over. Right. And then I would do, like, the reverse. So if I know that I get like a bi-weekly email from Twitter I could search from Twitter yes. and then I'd get all these emails that would come up and I could just be like mass delete all of them yes. or like uh, any of the newsletters that I subscribe to where and you kind of as you go through it you're reminded of what you are subscribed to because you start to see patterns like emails exactly. that keep emerging while you're sorting and be like oh I could do a bulk delete of all the emails I get from Facebook or right. all the emails I get from meetup.com um, so it was, uh, that's how I ended up going through it. Yeah. That's interesting. You said with the family members, cause I didn't do it that way. I did it the other way, the mm -hmm. opposite way. I think because now I might be wrong on this and I should check, but I think on Gmail, even if you archive things, you can still search for them 
So then you would act might accidentally delete in a bulk delete. Oh, okay. Right? So, because if you're searching for a term, yeah. And then you just even if you've archived all the stuff from your mom, it'll still come up yeah. in a search. So you can't really safely do that because yeah. then you might delete the stuff. So I did the opposite way and like you said, search for um, that's one of the things Gmail has is you can write from yeah. colon and then Outlook too. From right, colon exactly. LinkedIn and right. everything and then from. everything goes. Sometimes they're sneaky, right? Like it'll be sending yeah. from like this is <laughs> John Doe from LinkedIn and then it doesn't technically come yeah. up in the LinkedIn category. It would come up in John Doe. But you'll see like as you go through them, you'll see, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, because I had an email that I've been using for oh my gosh, I want to say like eight years or nine years, the same email. And it's gone through so many generations of my life that like I used to subscribe to things that I had no idea I subscribed to that I still had like hundreds of emails. It's actually like such a satisfying feeling when you like find a keyword that like comes up with like 200 and you're like, yes, Yes. (laughs) let me delete all of these at the same time. Um, So you just like, yeah, select them all and delete them. And as you go through, and what I found so interesting was this feeling of satisfaction as I went through and I could see the pages dwindling. Like it would say you have like 52 pages of emails or whatever I had. I had something ridiculous. And then I think I had more than that actually. And then it's going down, down, down. And then as you go through the pages, you're sort of scanning to see, like I started from the, I also started from the back. So I went to the oldest. It's way easier to delete things that are six years old that you've never had to look at. Right. I kind of did something where I just, if it was some from, it was a personal email, I just didn't bother to delete it. Like, I probably don't need them, and I probably could mm-hmm. have deleted a lot of them, but I just have my personality. I yeah. don't like to get rid of personal things. So it doesn't really matter to, to archive them. But when you eventually go through the pages and you can't find anything that's not from someone you care about or, like, something, yeah. a personal thing... Which should really be, like, all your email, but, like, we're so used to... Junk. <laughs> seeing all this junk in our inbox that it was interesting to just see, like, my mom, my grandma, my sister, yeah. my friend, my blah, 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 and just, that's it. Yeah. And then I selected all of them and archived all of them, and then that was great. I want to talk about one tool, though, because I think it's important, and this is pretty obvious, you don't want to just delete, you also want to unsubscribe. So Uh I also spent the day, I mean, I think it took me like the better part of a day to do my major email. Like you said, I have two as well. My second one took me maybe like half an hour, but my first one took me probably like five hours, probably all told. Um, Not like straight the whole time, like I took a couple breaks, but um, you also want to unsubscribe. So you can use a service called Unroll Me, unroll.me, M-E, and they want you to link to your Facebook just do that thing where you say only me can see the updates. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> no one, no one has to see it. Um, and unroll me will just show you everything you're subscribed to, and you can click which ones you don't want to be subscribed to anymore, and it will just do it for you, which is awesome. Um, but I would also just click through and unsubscribe to things. I've only missed like a couple of them where I got them in, and then I was like. <laughs> and you have to click over to their website and it takes, you know, yeah. sometimes it takes a while, but if you just put in that work up front, it's much better than just mass deleting everything you get from LinkedIn and then tomorrow getting emails from LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, and so it, yeah. it's a great tool, free, really awesome. Totally. I think if you realize that there's something in your email that you can't like consistently don't read, 
yeah. or consistently just bypass without reading. Yeah. I had a bunch of unread emails that I think were like really pulling on me, but they were all things like newsletters that yeah. I didn't need to respond to, but I also just didn't need in my inbox. Um, so going through those and unsubscribing, I did it manually. So yeah, I'm just scrolling to the bottom of the email and managing my subscription preferences. Right. All emails that are based in some sort of like email management or email marketing system, well, you'll be able to unsubscribe like that. They legally have to include it these yeah. days, I think. So you should be able to find it pretty easily and it shouldn't have to be a whole log in and do this and do that. Like they're supposed to be able to do a one click unsubscribe, I yeah. think these days, but you may still run into things, but I think it's totally worth it mm-hmm. to do that work up front and then not have to <laughs> deal with it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we also had some advice from listeners, mm-hmm. like one listener suggested like going through it and if emails take less than five minutes to respond to, mm-hmm. if it's something that you can answer immediately, yes. just get it off your plate. If it yeah. takes five minutes, just do it. That's something Gretchen Rubin of The Happiness Project talks about. She has this great rule called the one minute rule, which mm-hmm. is that if it takes less than a minute to do it, do it now. Yeah. Which I love, and that applies to email. One of the things she talks about in her podcast, actually, which I find really interesting, is that because she finds email stressful, she will just remove the salutation and the signature. So she just responds. Yeah. Like, she doesn't do, like, hey, how are you, blah, 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 blah. She just answers the question. Yeah. And some people find it a little short and socially awkward, but she says... I would rather respond to every single email I get from a reader or a listener and have them feel like I'm responding to them than, like, I don't care if they think it's short. I would rather actually be engaging with my community. Yeah. And people will get used to it, too. Like, people will get used to not expecting a whole long email from you. Like, wouldn't you rather get a response mm-hmm. than no response? Yeah. And you're not doing anyone any favors if you're holding on to this email waiting, like, oh, gosh, like, I should respond to this. I should respond to this. What am I going to say? Blah, blah, blah than to just sit down and respond to it. So we're not saying you have to like take out salutations, but if that's going to help you answer emails faster or more efficiently, then for sure do it. Like people don't want to sit around waiting. Yeah. And then we also had the advice that like, if you can use another web-based app such as Pocket or Instapaper, yeah, to just save the things that you really feel that you need to save, uh, then you can use those tools as well. You can use IFFT if, if, uh, if this then that mm-hmm. I I yeah yeah to make to create email <laughs> to rules. create um, rules so it's like if you have an email if I have an email from X person or X website then put it in my pocket or yeah. whatever and then you can read things on the go or whatever those kinds of tools are really helpful I think I think those would be our biggest tips yeah yeah is there anything else we want to say about Inbox Zero I, like honestly I just want to emphasize that like how clean and good it feels to have my email managed like something that something where I have accumulated emails from over the years from over the years it feels really good to know that if I go into my email I will only see things that I've received instantly I thought it was so like as soon as I finished inbox zero I immediately received an email and I was like ah yeah (laughs) Yeah. I snuck by. I was just like missed the feeling of having yeah. zero things in there. And it just felt so good to be like, I know exactly what folder I want to put this in. It's like that principle that it's easier to keep your house clean. If it's already clean. 
like it, like easier to he- keep your house clean on an ongoing basis than to like let it build up and then do a big clean. Like mm-hmm. some people find that a lot more stressful to be like, oh gosh, like I have to do this huge clean in my apartment versus if you just put things in order every day, yeah. it never feels overwhelming to do it. Yeah. And I think that's exactly the same with the email now. Like, yes, I have a few emails in there that are nagging at me a little bit that I need to deal with, but at least I'm not going to forget about them. And it's easier to deal with an email when it comes in because I know exactly what to do with it. I have like three options. I can reply, I can delete it, or I can mark it as something that you need to. Yeah. Mark it as something I need to address. Yeah. So that just the clarity. I think that it's almost like you're setting rules for yourself. Yeah. Decision free living. We keep mentioning decision free living. It's like decision free living. You know what your three options are with an email. Now you know what to do with it. I feel like before I was kind of like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm going to just leave it there. What should I do with this thing? Now you know what to do with it. And it just makes everything more streamlined. Mm -hmm. Makes it easier to live your life. Be organized. Be calm. Be zen. So inbox zero. Definite yay if you have a couple hours that you can set aside to just do it. Yeah. If you guys have any other suggestions for things that we could guinea pig, such as inbox zero, um, let us know on Twitter or Instagram. We're at green guinea pigs on both. Um, we love getting suggestions. We love trying new things. It's our whole MO. So Mm -hmm. we love it. And, um, thanks for listening. Goodbye.